Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about the TV show Ted Lasso season 3 episode 6. The show is developed by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly. This episode's title is Sunflowers written by Joe Kelly, Jason Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt. The episode is directed by Matt Lipsey. The episode begins with a friendly match between AFC Richmond and AFC Ajax. The score is 5-0. Richmond is oh we lost a match again. Everyone's singing Three Little Birds by Bob Marley and the Wailers in the background and Rebecca's reaction is god this is depressing. It's an important detail I'll explain its significance toward the end. Post the match Jan Mas and Roy are answering some press questions. Higgy Pie has a date in the red light district. Keely and Rebecca don't think it's true. Keely apologizes to Rebecca for not being able to spend the night with her. Keely is on her way to Norway to see the best aurora borealis ever. Roy inquires with Rebecca where Keely is headed. Rebecca replies, somewhere that believes they deserve her. I hope it's also with someone that believes they deserve her. In the team bus, Ted and Coach Beard are seated together in the front. They watch Roy enter and Ted says someone's in a mood. I think all of AFC Richmond is in a mood. When Ted and Coach Beard turn to look at the team in unison, indeed everyone is in a mood. Ted announces no curfew for the team tonight. Ted feels that the team needs it. Coach Beard feels not as much as Ted does. Roy doesn't let Jamie have fun free time. He takes him off the bus for a run. Was it just me or Coach Beard's audio level was way lower when he said the line about pineapple percussions? The title sequence begins. Jamie and Roy run touring Amsterdam. Jamie has turned this training run into a fun run and Roy does not like it. Rebecca is having a stroll on the bike lanes of Amsterdam when she gets a call from Sassy. The uh boatman whistles at Rebecca from his boat. I'll explain the uh boatman significance later. The passing cyclists make Rebecca fall into a canal and the boatman invites her on board. Rebecca is worried about her phone. The boatman says, "Who cares? You are alive." Well, it's a phone boatman. The boatman who was himself on a call with someone tells them in their native language, I'm assuming it was, "I'll speak to you later," and throws his phone in the canal as well. Rebecca is moved by this gesture. The boatman wanted to tell Rebecca that she was walking on the bike lane. Rebecca swims up to the boatman's boat. Coach Beard is yapping and Ted is busy texting Rebecca checking if she wants to hang out with him. I want to hang out with you, Ted. Ted is feeling stuck. So am I, Ted. So am I. Ted wants to be inspired. Coach Beard has been waiting for Ted to say those words for a very long time. Richmond players assemble in the hotel lobby to discuss what to do with no curfew night. Richard wants to take a train to Paris. Sam wants to take a boat tour through the canals. Interesting. Danny wants to see a tulip because visiting tulip fields will be incredibly overwhelming. Trent suggests they visit the museums. Colin didn't come to Amsterdam to learn things. Isaac wants the team to pick one place and go there as a team. The evening has set in. 
Rebecca gets out of the shower on the boat. The song Het Weert Zomer by Rob De Nees plays. She looks around the boat for the boatman and discovers her clothes are going to take 2 hours 49 minutes to dry. She also enters a baby room where lies a unicorn soft toy. The boatman has left a cup of tea for Rebecca with a post-it that reads, For you, it's not drugged, into brackets I promise. Such gentlemen only exist in Ted Lasso universe. Rebecca's reaction to sipping the tea is fuck me. The same thing happened when she ate Ted's biscuits for the first time. Okay, I just heard it and it sounds pretty inappropriate, so I'm gonna rephrase. The same thing happened when Rebecca ate the biscuits that Ted baked for her. Jamie points out to the bench from the movie The Fault in Our Stars. Now even I wanna sit on the bench from The Fault in Our Stars. Because trust me, there's a lot of fault in our stars. Higgy Pie takes Will the Kitman to see Chet Baker's death spot. Higgy Pie describes Chet as someone tortured by demons, but that didn't stop him from making beautiful music. I'm guessing tortured by demons is a mental health metaphor. Kenneth, the bus driver, hooked Coach Beard with some stuff. Coach Beard put it in the tea. I totally get Ted's apprehension to not want it and that too with tea, a double no-no. The Richmond team is equally divided on where to head except for Danny. The moment that gets resolved, everyone fights over what they should eat. Colin pulls up the hoodie over his head and sneaks out of the hotel. Trent follows Colin. For a moment I was like, why Trent? It's a tad bit creepy. The boat wobbles a little. The boatman seeks permission if it's okay to come in. I should call him the gentleman instead of the boatman. The boatman slash the gentleman is played by Matteo van der Green. He notices Rebecca's ankle bleeding. He compliments her strong ankles. Rebecca replies saying it's because she wears a lot of high heels for work. I need to start wearing high heels, you know, for strong ankles. I wear flats because people made me feel uncomfortable about wearing heels. I can and will wear heels. Jerks are those who comment on what you should or shouldn't wear. The boat, no, the gentleman, cleans up Rebecca's wound, puts a band-aid and kisses her feet. She's an absolute queen. That's how she should be treated all the time. When the gentleman apologizes and says sorry force of habit, I think that's how he cleans his daughter's wounds. And it was her room that Rebecca saw. The gentleman offers to call Rebecca a cab if she doesn't want to wait or cook dinner for her. Can you please cook dinner for me, please and thank you. Rebecca agrees to stay back for dinner until her clothes dry off. He offers her a Tupperware box full of clothes. Rebecca's description about the clothes is serial killer trophy vibes. Rebecca finds something lovely to wear. The gentleman reveals those are his ex-partner's clothes. He even offers Rebecca a foot massage. Rebecca refuses. The gentleman says, Okay then, fine. Stand there with tired feet completely sober. It does not affect me at all. Mr. Gentleman, I think you're lying your ass off about not being affected. It's affecting me. How is it not affecting you? Roy has had it with Jamie and his Amsterdam facts. Roy is tired. He can't take it anymore. Tell me something. Why does Roy think windmills are fake? I know he says he's never seen one, but still. I'm not even from there and yet I'm offended just like Jamie. 
FYI, even I have not seen one for real. Yet I don't think they're fake. Jamie needs bikes. Ted realizes Coach Beard is getting bored. He lets him off the hook and Coach Beard leaves. When the focus shifts from Ted's face to the tea, I knew he would drink it afterward. Colin visits Sprick Thunderdong. Colin checks with the bartender if they have vanilla vodka. Colin also asks the bartender if he knows who he is. The bartender assures Colin that he can be whoever he wants to be tonight. Trent arrives at the Thunderdong and Colin panics and leaves. Trent chases after Colin. Trent confesses that he already knew about Colin. Colin should not feel ashamed because Trent has known for months and he didn't tell anyone. Trent has a reason for that and the reason is that Trent is gay himself. I knew this from before. Ted checks in on Rebecca if she's having a good night. Boy oh boy, she is having a good night. Ted drinks the tea. The gentleman is preparing food for Rebecca. Rebecca walks out wearing the dress she picked up and loved. Rebecca compliments the gentleman's excess taste. The gentleman reveals that his partner hated it even though he bought it for her. His partner was unfaithful to him. He realized it didn't happen to him but for him. Rebecca hears a Dutch singer singing the song She Believes in Me by Kenny Rogers. The gentleman takes the whisk pretending it to be a mic and starts singing Andre Haas's version. Rebecca joins in singing the English version. They jam on the song. I recall a time when I would sing my heart out with the song playing on the radio in the car. What a memory. Jamie arranges a bike from a bike thief. Roy is not interested in riding it. Roy never learnt how to ride a bike. Jamie and the bike thief laugh in Roy's face. To be honest, even I was laughing, even though I don't know how to ride a bike. I absolutely relate with Roy on this. I grew up in a boarding and never learned how to ride a bike. My dad never taught me. Roy couldn't learn because his granddad was supposed to teach him and he died. Now Roy feels it's a great disrespect to his granddad's memory that he never learned how to ride a bike. Roy just wants to out his negative emotions even if Jamie deserves it or not. He does not. Jamie encourages Roy to learn how to ride a bike for granddad. Jamie teaches Roy how to ride a bike. Of course Roy isn't able to learn it instantly. He trips over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. At Jazz Cafe Alto, Higibai and Will enjoy some jazz and drinks. A band named The Cartel plays. By the riverside, Trent reveals to Colin how his daughter believed him when he came out to her the second time. Trent wonders how a professional athlete like Colin does it. Colin describes how he's been living dual lives. Dr. Sharon helped Colin realize he has an ache. My waterworks began from this moment. Colin describes his ache, an ache for both my lives to be my only life. He just wants that when they win a match, he should be able to kiss his fella like a guy gets to kiss his girl. It's such a simple ask. It broke me. A kiss is an intimate and a romantic expression of love. You want to kiss your partner when you wake up in the morning, when you are leaving for work, when you are longing for comfort, in the middle of doing mundane things. When you come back home after a hard day at work, you kiss to stop time. You kiss to steal this precious moment. You kiss to assure your partner. You kiss to express gratitude, love and belonging. 
A kiss is almighty and powerful. A kiss takes your breath away. It also infuses love and life simultaneously. Colin continues, I know we can't fix every ache inside of us, but I shouldn't have to pretend it's not there either. This resonated with me on a lot of levels. Why are you doing this to me? You don't let one opportunity go by where you don't make me cry. Yes, I'm talking to you, the makers of Ted Lasso. Ted visits the Dutch Impressionist painter Vincent van Gogh's museum. Ted stares at the sunflowers painting for inspiration. Sunflowers is also the title of the episode. The museum guy says, One doesn't expect to get from life what one has already learned it cannot give. Rather, one begins to see that life is a kind of sowing time, and the harvest is not yet here. He was just a humble preacher's son, and yes, he had his demons, but they never stopped him from searching for beauty. Because when you find beauty, you find inspiration. If that is, you stay as determined as Vincent. Never stop, no matter how many failures. When you know you're doing something you're meant to do, you have to try. Ted is all teary-eyed. So am I, Ted. So am I. You have no idea how much this line of dialogue means to me. Over the years, I've lost a lot of faith. And you have helped me restore some of it. A sunflower is Kansas State flower. The museum guy wants Ted to have the sunflower notebook. Someone told me a story about how Vincent ate yellow paint because he felt it would bring sunshine and happiness into his life. The Richmond players are still fighting over what to eat. Sam writes a suggestion on a napkin and passes it over to Isaac. In a beautiful wide shot with the street lamp's reflection in the lake, we see Jamie and Roy riding bikes. Jamie apologizes for being a dick and is aware that Roy is upset about something else. Jamie reveals he's been to Amsterdam twice before. Jamie's father took this trip for Jamie to lose his virginity. Roy feels it must have been traumatizing. Jamie realizes a little later that the traumatizing was meant for him. Later, Jamie took the trip with his mom, visited all the museums and did all the tours. Roy apologizes to Jamie for being a dick as well. Ted visits the American restaurant Yankee Doodle Burger Barn. The song Waiting in School by Ricky Nelson plays. Ted chooses to sit in the setting of Windy City, Chicago. There's a dartboard in the restaurant and people are playing darts. The moment I saw that, I was like barbecue sauce. On the gentleman's boat, Rebecca finds it very cozy. Gesla? The dryer timer beeps and Rebecca throws her glass of water in it. The gentleman does the same. At the American restaurant, Ted watches the old telecast of a basketball game he once saw with his dad. When the waitress asks Ted to choose from the 50 nifty sauces, Ted just asks her to surprise him. The commentator says, And the bulls drop into their triangle offense, creating constant movement between the players. It's been the key to their success this season. There's a ton of foreshadowing in this line of dialogue. Ted says, Pyramids ain't nothing but a triangle. Actually, three triangles leaning on each other. Ted imagines Nate dressed as a cowboy waiter. Pyramid of success. The waitress gets Ted Arthur Bryant's original barbecue sauce. It's the same sauce Henry sent in his care package in season one. 
The moment Ted takes a bite of the fries dipped in the barbecue sauce, Ted is transported literally. His chair slides back. Ted is in the spotlight, getting an epiphany. Ted speaks to the true spirit of adventure. They discuss triangles. Ted thinks God dropped a square and it broke in long halfways or something. That's how triangles were made. TSA elaborates on the triangle offense that the assistant coach of the Chicago Bulls used in the game. Ted borrows a pen from one of the cowboy waiters to write in his sunflower notebook. At the jazz club, the lady Dante Charles from the cartel asks if Higgy Pie plays bass. Will confirms on Higgy Pie's behalf that he does and it's because of Chet Baker. The Richmond players have a pillow fight to take out all their rage. Ted would be super proud when he learn about this. The lady invites Higgy Pie onto the stage to play. They play Let's Get Lost Now by Chet Baker. Over the music, we see a montage of shots. Richmond players pillow fighting, Trent and Colin dancing at the Thunderdong, Rebecca and the gentleman dancing, Jamie and Roy seeing the windmill, the bartender hands over vanilla vodka to Colin, Colin shares that drink with Trent, and the gentleman gives Rebecca a foot massage. Ted writes in his sunflower notebook and makes formations with ketchup and mustard bottles. The massage makes Rebecca fall asleep. The gentleman covers Rebecca and goes to his room. I gotta repeat, such gentlemen only exist in Ted Lasso universe. Roy steers off the road and falls off his bike. The girl Will was noticing all night finally notices Will. We later learn that he ended up having a threesome with the girl and the guy. The next morning, the gentleman makes eggs sunny side up. Damn, you gotta make me breakfast like that. Rebecca doesn't remember if anything happened between them last night. Did we? Nothing happened. Rebecca thanks a... Uh, a... Uh, response. She's welcome. They kiss. Rebecca says she won't forget him. The gentleman thinks she might because people get Alzheimer's. Rebecca laughs it off. I'm sure someone in the gentleman's family had Alzheimer's. As Rebecca leaves, I was like, take his contact number, at least ask his name. How can you just leave like that? It may be easier for him to find her if he watches a Richmond match. Rebecca leaves. The gentleman repeats, did we? And this time it means if they fell for each other. Oh yes, they did. They fell pretty hard. Will speaks to his mom over the phone about Higgy Pie playing at the jazz club. Coach Beard gets off a van and he's dressed in some flash-like costume with a piggy nose. Will notices Coach Beard speaking Dutch. Coach Beard requests Will not to tell Jan Maas. Coach Beard reveals that Kenneth's stuff was a dud batch. Ted shares his notes with Coach Beard. As per Coach Beard, it's total football invented in Holland in the 70s. Coach Beard agrees that they should try it out with the team. Rebecca arrives on the team bus. She sits next to Ted at the back. Ted asks, Hey boss. So 12 unanswered texts and 3 unhahad gifts. We good? Rebecca replies, I'm sorry Ted, my phone is at the bottom of a canal. Ted questions, is that Keats? Rebecca replies, nope. Ted is confused. Coach Beard has a smile on his face, shaking his head, suggesting yes. Jamie gives Roy a ride on his bike to the team bus. 
Rebecca puts her feet up on the table and sighs. Ted checks with Rebecca. Everything okay, boss? Rebecca sings, don't worry about a thing because every little thing is going to be all right. Ted says, I appreciate it. I too appreciate it, Ted. Thank you, Jason Sudeikis. Coach Beard sings along with Rebecca. The song Three Little Birds by Bob Marley and the Wailers played toward the end of the friendly match and Rebecca thought it was depressing. Now she's singing the same song and smiling. Ted smiles at their silliness. The camera tracks back from Ted's face through the aisle of the bus. All of Richmond join in to sing. Jamie tries to make Roy sing. Colin thanks Trent by touching his arm. Higgy Pie has taken Will under his wing. Thank you for this. I really needed it. You have no idea what you've given me. You've given me hope and the will to believe. You can listen to The Awesome Pod Mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.